0: Welcome back. As I mentioned, we're looking into the crucial issues affecting students in higher education. And today we speak to Vezin Shlachla Semelane, the president of the South African Students' Congress, or SASCO, to find out about the recent challenges faced by the National Student Financial Aid Scheme, or NASFAS, and its impact on student allowances. Vezin Shlachla, good afternoon. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, good afternoon, um, ma'am. Good afternoon to our listeners at home.
0: So tell us, NASFAS has confirmed payouts by the 15th of January. How does SASCO view this commitment, especially considering the, the disappointment that was expressed regarding more than 20,000 students not receiving allowances for 2023?
1: Uh, thanks thanks for having us once again. I think uh, it's not for the first time NASFAS is, is committing to pay uh, the outstanding fees of 2023 for that matter. Uh, when we when we engaged NSFAS last year, when we were closing the year, they promised to us that uh, they will ensure that before the year ends, 2023, they will have paid, those students who have not been paid their allowances. And at that time, when we when were engaging them, most of the universities have already finished their examinations in terms of writing. So we're engaging them to, the, to a point where there were students who were stranded in their residences who couldn't go home because... NSFAS was not paying the allowance at that time. That is last year, 2023. So mm-hmm. for them to come now in January and speak about uh, the commitment that they have made in relation to the 15th, not by the 15th, they were paid the allowances. It's not for the first time. Actually, NSFAS was running smoothly and there were no issues in terms of NSFAS. We are not access to so We are not going to speak about issues of 2023 and 2024. The only thing that we are supposed to be speaking about now, we're supposed to know in terms of in terms of applicants, how many children have applied for NSFAS for twenty twenty three, how is the process we're about to reopen universities, how many have been approved and all of those things. We cannot think about issues of twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. That shows that there's a serious matter in terms of at NFS level, whether it's management or anyone but we have a board that is supposed to account to the public in terms of but what become that challenge. So as an organization, we're very much disappointed. And if things are going in that fashion, I don't think we'll have a choice but to call upon the removal of the illness first.
0: Now, the delayed payments, you know, you did mention that it's affected students because they weren't able to go home, but it also affects academic performance. Tell us a little bit about some of the challenges, especially long-term consequences if these issues persist.
1: I was just mentioning the was when we when we engage NSFs, we are receiving pressure from to either unable to go home and so on and stuff like that. But the major contributor to this thing when children don't receive their allowances, as we have said, is a question of uh, academic performance. We remember that living allowances, if you you get that um, amount from NSFs, I think one point five or some one point six five or something, that money helps you to buy groceries. Mm. That money helps you to buy uh, your something to eat. Uh, uh, anyone who needs some survival monthly, uh, in the form of students, you get that money to do your your own or your own thing. That is why at some, at some point we call it a living allowance. So if are unable to get food, you know. It means yes. you, you are not going to pay attention in the evening in class because mm. for you to be able to, to acquire energy, you must have food on the table, you must eat, you pay attention in your studies. And if they are unable to pay attention in their studies, it means there's a high possibility that they don't perform academic. And once they don't perform academic, it is the very same NSFAS that has policies that says N plus 1 rule. After you have finished your qualification, if N plus 1 rule it says is the duration of the qualification plus one extra a, just in case you didn't perform very well. After that, they're unable to find you. They forget that at some point, it's them who have contributed in the manner in which our students are unable to perform academics. So I've, mm. I've, in, in in our view, we think that for for these students who are a class, we need to know those students. So that if they, they, they didn't they don't perform academically in 2023, one of the major contributors would have been NSFS, so they must also be flexible when it comes to their policies. Because when it comes to their policies, they're not flexible. They're saying we have we have now exceeded uh, the years that have been given you to start as NSFAS. Other than that, we're not going to assist. to Forgetting that at some point they've contributed immensely in ensuring that our children don't perform marketending.
0: Mm-hmm. So. You have engaged with NASFAS, and you've mentioned that, um, you know, management, if they haven't uh, or are unable to assist further, that they should be removed. Can you share more about the nature of your meetings with them and what responses or actions um, Sasco is actually looking for from NASFAS now that you've, uh, you know, been talking to them?
1: Our engagement was in 2023. Uh, as mm-hmm. I was as I was saying that yes. we engaged them because they are receiving that pressure from our from our constituents. So every time when you speak to NSF I can tell you now my certificate. If you can call them, they can tell you that uh, as as they've made the commitment by the 15th, money will be paid. The very same con- commitment was made last year. You see, so we don't engage them, and when we when we engage them, they don't seem as if they have problems in any of our conversation. You only see problems after uh, they have not met their commitment. You realize that actually there's a problem. Every time when you speak to them, you can quite meet the briefing now and prove the nation about their commitments. A hundred percent, I'm telling you, less than 40 percent of what they say will saying would be implemented. So that is why at some point we have said, I think we need to change the approach in terms of how we're dealing with these things because if we're going to deal with them soft, it was as an organisation, we believe that we must engage people first because we we have another ways of uh, forcing people to de- to take proper decisions. We don't want to mm. go to that route except engaging them in a pod. So that we are, at the same time, when we engage them, we are even putting solutions on the table. We say, as a organisation, this, this is what we think you must be able to to fix there and the fix there and the fix there and the fix there, and there. You know, and as fast is a very sensitive matter. like. It's like health issues in South Africa. You can't you can't mess up with NSFAS. And remember, people who are assisted by NSFAS are younger generation a younger generation, people who are impatient in their needs. So if you are dealing with NSFAS, you must be able to ensure your systems are proper running. If they are if they're not proper it means you don't have a capacity to meet. And what is important on our side is that we cannot allow NSFAS to collapse. Because mm. NSFAS assists the poorest of the poor in this country. So NSPAS cannot collapse in our watch as an organization because it means many, many, many of our families, poor families in in South Africa will not be able to benefit from the progressive NSPAS that we've fought for as an organization over the years.
0: Mm-hmm. So NASFAS, if they don't meet it's their commitment to pay out allowances by January 15th, what action will SASCO then take and how do you plan to advocate for the rights and well-being of affected students?
1: I, I think by the 15th of January, my sister, there will be many issues in higher education. As you know that as of tomorrow, TV colleges are opening uh, yes. In terms of their management, is coming back to campuses and all of that. So, in other words, our right to learn campaign that we normally have every year has begun. So, I think by January, there will be many issues uh, that in higher education, whether it's caused by universities or NSFAS. But on this matter, if NSFAS comes in January, I can assure you myself that we will be in their doorstep and in the internet put pressure on them, not only on higher education. Uh, but also, in, even to our government as a well, whole, that was. I think a uh, minister of higher education is a member of cabinet. You know, at some point, if the minister is not, is not doing well, the president himself must be able to ask, or the minister must be able to account to the cabinet what then uh, becomes a challenge. But I can assure you that we'll be at doorsteps of NSFAS, will be at doorsteps of a uh, higher education minister to put pressure on them to be able to assist our students. If they're unable to do that, I don't think that uh, they're fit to hold up for those positions. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, thank you for your time and we wish you all the best. I hope that this is sorted out by the time students get back to university. It's quite disruptive, I know, for the students because they have um, no alternative sometimes and um, not being able to um, study correctly or even be funded when they have been promised funding um, does make it very difficult. So we wish them all the best. And um, as you said, TVET College is open tomorrow. Let's hope that all of this is sorted out before learning in earnest begins. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you very much, my sister.
0: You're welcome. Bye-bye. And that was uh, Vesi Shlanchla Similani, the president of the South African Students Congress, SASCO, talking to us about NASFAS having um, delayed payments um, and uh, payouts for the students. And they said that it would be done by the 15th of January. And obviously, students, um, you know, different students' bodies are not very happy with regards to this, as you've heard. Um, it does affect them on a huge level. So they are hoping that everything is sorted out by the 15th of January. Um, They're have been some changes with regards to accommodation as well.